Hello. got some bananas. I did get some bananas. You saw that. Uh-huh. Got some bananas. Got some apples. Got some ice you cream. Got honey crisps. Um, no. You know why? Because they, I didn't like the look of them. Hmm. They, they looked had, at you wrong. They looked at you sideways. They all had spots <laughs> on them. Mm-hmm. And I didn't like the color. I got. The I jet. put apples on our shopping list today, and I was like, I'm gonna get honey crisp. Because yeah. Greg said they were like candy. It's a dessert. That thing is a dessert. Yeah. I was telling uh, Travis about it. I was like, he, because <laughs> I, I, I think it's a little weird. I like it, but I thought it was a little weird. You're like, that's my little mission. I'm going to try all the apples. <laughs> and so I was telling him about that. He's like, no, that makes sense. It's like, if you don't have like kids and all these other things distract you, you're like, I'm going to go through some apples and figure that out. Like he, he uh, understood. Yeah. What else do I have in my life? Even though I uh, started the apple mission before I lost my job. Right. There was some uh, comic that he saw where it was this family uh, walking with a kid or whatever. And then there was this single guy and he was like, well, I'm just, and he, they were in a park. He's like, I'm going to follow this goose around for an hour. Yeah. See where it goes. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> see how it lives its life. Yeah. What's it doing? Where's that goose going? There was some kind of tracking device put on an eagle in Russia and it mm-hmm. died years and years later. And then they mapped where it flew its whole life. <gasps> That's so cool. I want to see that. I'll find it. I'll look at it. I'll pull it up right now to show you the map quickly. You can look into it in depth later. Okay. Eagle. Look. This oh, is, wow. It's been, and it wouldn't fly over the water. Look at this. It avoided the water. It didn't oh, want to fly yeah. across. It had quite the life. Wow. It really traveled a long way. Yeah. Then there was a picture in a different article I saw of it dead. They found it. Because <laughs> it had the tracker. And they found its dead body. Why did it die? It was just dead. It was, it was old. old age. Yeah. They, they tagged it a long time ago. Welcome to One Topic, where we try to stick to one topic. My name is Autumn Fisher. And my name is Greg Russ. And this is the delayed version of the recording that we were going to do when we were together in New York City. We were in the same room. We were in the same town. But we, we only same, had... Yeah, everything, but we the microphone. One microphone. Yep. Yeah, way to go. Real professional operation we run here. We had two microphones. One of them wasn't working. Right. So instead, we just ate bodega sandwiches and watched Tortors. <laughs> Which was perfectly fine. Yeah, it's not a bad day. But, you know, it would be nice to do the show in the same room for once. We've only done that the very first episode. Mm-hmm. And only- that one wasn't grounded in anything. That was just us just trying to figure out what to do and how to be. Yeah, just getting started. Mm-hmm. So now that we're established and we've got our rhythm down, you know, it would have been a good thing. But one day, one day, yeah. maybe that'll happen. So today, well, speaking of uh, being uh, in, like, you kind of hosted me. I didn't stay at your house, but I, you stayed all day with me on Saturday. Um, and we hung out on the next day on Sunday. And so I was kind of your guest. Which has led to this week's topic, right? Yes, which is guests. Being a guest, having guests. And not just like we're having friends over and you're hosting them for like a dinner or something. It's like having someone stay at your house. Starting with probably out-of-town guests. Sometimes people who live close to you, I guess, would stay over. But uh, people come over, and that opens up, I think, a topic that's worth discussing. We're not going to sit here and talk about just our our visit when we were planning this. I was like, is that too self-indulgent? I was like, no, then Autumn and I took a bus. Then we had (laughs) a bagel. I was like, no, that's not what's going to happen. So don't worry about that. We did sit and people watch under the Brooklyn Bridge. Near the Brooklyn Bridge, right? Wasn't that the Brooklyn Bridge? Yeah, we were closer to the Manhattan Bridge. See, we're doing it. Uh-oh. We sat under the Manhattan Bridge looking at the Brooklyn Bridge okay. and made fun of every person we saw and then had a whole discussion. That could be another topic, judging. Yeah. <laughs> so I told you, every person who walks by, we have some comment about them. We did. And at that point, I say, now you see why I am, you know. So I, I neurotic really is what it boils down to because I cannot live my life in any way that would give anyone else any ammunition to make fun of me. <laughs> it's no way to live. But I know I was like, well, if I'm judging, surely everyone else is. So I can't give right. them a, can't give them an inch. Exactly. No, I get it. I don't mind giving them the inch. I don't mind if someone sees something and talks about it. That's the other. So I'm not the neuro- I'm not the neurotic part, but I am the like very judgy part. But judgy, not like you wouldn't. Uh, we can't talk about this now. We have to save it for that episode. Yeah, it's a different episode. 
All right. Maybe this this is guests. Episode. So I think we can start with this unless you have a starting point. Um, obviously, you know, if you're having someone come stay over with you, it goes one of two ways. Someone you want to have visit or someone you don't want to have visit. Yeah. Or if it turns like I think that um, uh, uh, Benjamin Franklin has a quote about house guests are like fish. After three days, they start to stink. Well, I can. Yes. And that makes you don't sense. want to stay too long someplace. No, some people may stay too long in one place. But it also depends on what kind of guest you are at that point when you're staying with the person. These are all things that we can get into. Mm -hmm. But, you know, me as a person who lives alone, I don't really have guests who you didn't stay with me, but sometimes people do stay with me. I don't have guests who I don't want around. So I don't have to deal with that too often. But I, I know there's guests when you're in a family situation. Quite often the in-laws, people that I hate my... Which is that... <laughs> I'm sure some people dislike their in-laws. Some people dislike their own parents. But it's been established at this as this, the in-laws, the worst guest you could ever have. Unbelievable. Right. Um, I would hope that uh, if I ever have in-laws, I will like my in-laws and that wouldn't be an awful thing. But I think that's an example of a guest that possibly could come over. Like, ah, no, no. Why is this happening? Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, an in-law has the potential to be very judgy and, pro and, and protective of the, their kid. Right. And so if you're the husband or the wife of the kid of the in-law, does that make sense? <laughs> then you could definitely feel like you're under a microscope. Hypothetical, Autumn. Not actual experience. <laughs> hypothetical. Uh, mm -hmm. You have any experience in this hypothetical world with in-laws hanging uh, out of the house? <laughs> is this, is this a, a path we shouldn't head down? No, no, that's fine. I have not had any negative experiences with my in-laws. Um, my, so Travis's mom, hypothetically, no, in real life, <laughs> doesn't, doesn't, I don't think she loves the way sometimes that we handle Ellie. Um, like we just have a little bit more of a lenient idea of how she should behave. And I think that um, Travis's mom has a little bit of a, like a little bit of a rose colored glasses look back on how she handled the kids or how the kid, her kids behaved, you know, just, you kind of forget about the things that your kids did. And so you expect kids that were the same age as your kids back then to act a certain way. And you kind of forget that they don't have the ability to, or, you know, what you were going through when they were there at that age, but she, and she'll, and if we ask her something, she'll sort of, unload on you and tell you a bunch of stuff that she thinks about the way that things should be handled um, because I think she wants to tell us but is holding back so once we give her the opening she really lets us know and not like in a bad way she doesn't say like you're doing it wrong or whatever but she was like she'll give examples of ways that you know things could be done differently and you're like oh, oh okay and I that when that's happening sometimes I'm like oh you must have really thought that we weren't doing the right thing yeah she knows better I've been there. Yeah. I did that. Look at this wonderful man that you decided to marry. That means I really did it perfectly. Yeah. That little kid of yours. She's never going to get any any man to fall for her uh, with the way you're bringing her up. But she does. Um, but no. But I, And then with my parents, I love my parents. Um, and being on the, the medicine I take, like Zoloft has really helped me because I think that I get a little. I have a funny relationship with my mom, you know, and she knows that we have like a maybe it's just a mother daughter thing. Um, I'm real hard on her sometimes. Like I kind of turn into a parent sometimes with her. Not like she misbehaves or anything, nothing like that. It's more like um, just, I don't know, I'm just hard on her. And she's told me I'm hard on her. And I don't mean to do that, but we just slip into those weird roles when we're together. And it happens less now that I've started taking this medicine. So something, it probably was some sort of just way I was brought up with her and maybe a control thing that I have. And When she comes into your space. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So is there a specific example you can think of? Something um, that would set well, you off and you would think, hey, what the hell's it's going more, on? It's more about um, I would feel like I have the ability to control her emotions. And so um, I would uh, I would slip into that old dynamic where I would be feeling like I, I, I was responsible for her, her emotional state. And I'm not, but I would 
I would that would always be running in in my head somewhere and it would be taking up space and I would be resenting her for that. And she's not making me do that. Maybe it was some weird byproduct or coping mechanism from growing up and the way that she used to be. She was real um um inattentive and a lot more anxious than she is now and she's she's changed a lot but maybe when i was growing up it made me turn into the person i am and it's but but the the remnants of that are still there when we're around each other sometimes so didn't they just stay with you your parents i think so when was that yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and it was fine it's really changed since i've been on that medicine sorry i still have that cough so my throat is really let it out well, it feels like there's like a dry spot in it, you know? Yeah, that'll be another topic one day. Dry spots and throats. And tickle in the throat. What do you do? <laughs> especially, when yeah. you're, especially when you're in public and you really need to hack it up. But you don't want people staring at you. Tips and tricks we'll, for dry spots and throats. We'll explore on this episode of One Topic. But and that being, I mean, my, me and my mom's relationship is very open and we're very honest with each other. So we know that we do this. And that's all I can ask for is like, at least we can be honest about what's going on. And we really do care about each other. So anytime we slip into this weirdness, it's not, it doesn't like fester and get weird. And it just, we, sometimes we talk about it. Sometimes one of us tries to change, like shift the dynamic real time. Uh, But like I said, that medicine has really helped. So it's not as bad, but that's like the worst type of sort of, I don't, I, I don't think I've had too many experiences with guests that I've been annoyed are still there, you know? Yeah, see... I don't think I've had many friends. Like, I don't have a lot of friends that stay over, I don't think. I don't either. But partly that's because of the size of my apartment when you live in New York. It's like, yeah. I've got the couch. I didn't even have the couch before. My other apartment, it was a studio, and there was nowhere else for anyone to sleep. I guess I had an oversized chair with an ottoman that could be... Uh, that could serve as a place to sleep, but it was no place anyone wanted to stay for any extended period. So, you know, that kind of gets me out of hanging out, hosting people quite often. Though, there are times in certain people who come to New York, and if they're alone, I'm like, sure, you can sleep on the couch. And they've stayed three, four days, and I'm fine with that. And it's mostly because uh, I give people a set of keys. I'm like, do your thing. We'll hang out. Of course, we're going to hang out, but... You know, I've got stuff to do as long as I can continue to live my life uh, right. for the most part. If it's extended, and but I like having the person around. So, yeah, and I think I gave you that offer. I was like, I'll give you a set of keys and you can mm-hmm. do whatever it is you want to do. Um, my parents, my mom did want to come up recently and she wanted to stay. And I said, no, you should get a hotel. <laughs> and that didn't See, go. Why did you say that? Uh, because I don't feel like my mom would be comfortable going out alone. I don't know if she'd be able to navigate and figure out the trains with me being in Brooklyn. And I said, just get a hotel, yeah. then we'll hang out. Do you, do you know, we'll meet up. I'll make sure that happens. But that's her coming alone. There's been times when she comes with my sisters and my dad, and they do actually stay elsewhere. Or there was times before I gave them my apartment, and I stayed with my girlfriend at the time. You right. just give up your whole apartment, which is another thing that happens here sometimes when you have guests. If you have another place to stay... And the person's looking for a place they don't have any money. I'm like, yeah, just take my apartment. And I do that no, quite often. That, that makes sense, especially when they're, when they're small and you have other people. Like, maybe there's less. Actually, I was going to say maybe there's less chance for two people moving in with each other because of space and money. Because just because you spend more doesn't necessarily mean you get a bigger space. Oh, or that, you don't get that much more space. Well, that's a big driving force behind people actually moving in together. Who are dating? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, Who yeah. Are together mm-hmm. in a relationship? Yeah, because they, you can get a somewhat bigger apartment, but then you can split the cost, the outrageous cost, and you know, then not all of them, but people jump to that because they see the the window to save some money, and then the relationship can't handle it. See, they to me, ready for it, it seems like you have a bigger space living separately than pooling your money and only living somewhere slightly bigger. That's true, but you save money. Is ultimately what happens. Oh, I see. Because you split the the cost. And uh, I, plenty of people I know that didn't go over so well. No. And there's always a part of me that's like, eh. <laughs> because I've had to deal with crap. Like, well, you've never lived with anyone you dated. Why? Oh, you should. What's wrong with you? And maybe there is something wrong with me. And then you, uh, I've explored this. And I think we've even talked about it somewhat on the show before, how I'm protective of my space. But 
You know, when people rush into it, like, this is the smart thing to do. We're being smart. It's like, it's not smart at all. You're doing it for financial reasons. Then falls apart. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a nasty person. <laughs> I mean, I love, I love watching when people, well, I shouldn't say this. Never mind. Never mind, because I was all in right. a relationship like this. But I would say when they first meet someone, <laughs> they're all wrapped up in it. And like, this is it. This is going to be the one. This is, ah, wow. And then it doesn't work out. <laughs> but then I, you know, I felt. But victim. don't you feel that way every time you're with someone new and you're excited about them? Well, I there's, feel like a, that's... there's a level of excitement, but, uh, and we're getting off topic now. Oh, no. Tie it back. No, it's, all, I mean, there is, uh, there's a level of excitement, but there was once when it was like more than that. It's like this. I know this is it. Oh, no, it wasn't. No, it no. wasn't. I wasn't able to handle that. So you weren't able to handle that. Well, maybe maybe many people weren't able to handle yeah. that. Anyway, I think it was you. There's nothing to do with any of this that we're supposed to be talking about today on this episode of one topic. <laughs> Today's topic? topic is guests. Um, yeah, so I think that I, I might have more strange, uh, or negative or positive sort of guest experiences if I had places that I could host more guests, because I think my, the majority of my experience is with my parents or with family. And so that's a little bit different because you already have this sort of established, um, dynamic between you guys and so and and sort of a shorthand and it's like it's weird because you're the kid but you're the adult now and uh, whatever so because i've never really lived in a place that's had a guest room or or a proper place to put someone so now where we live we have a extra bedroom which i'm in and the bed is covered in things so it is in no shape for any guest right now but we have a place for kids for people to go if they want to stay here so that is very exciting. And I'm very excited about that. I have like, I may, I, I have things in here that are for guests. I think about when guests, if we have a guest come and what they might need. And I have a special like area for them in the downstairs shower that has like Q-tips and shampoo and things for them <laughs> because I want to be a good host, you know? Yeah. That's all very thoughtful. And you know, there's times that we've discussed, I was like, I should come visit you there. And mm -hmm. it makes me feel bad now because I feel like this is what I like to do. You know, the opposite side of having guests is sometimes you are the guest. And uh, I like to stay in a hotel or in my own space. And there's a yeah. couple reasons for that. I don't want to feel like I'm imposing. But in this situation, you've got this set up and you're wanting it. But it's, it's still, there's a pressure, at least with me, traveling and i would hope other people who are staying with someone else that there is some kind of thoughtfulness i take it probably to some extreme but there's a thoughtfulness about you being in another person's place and what that means and how you should act and but now i feel like if i came there i was like oh no i'm gonna visit you we're gonna hang up i'm gonna stay over here and then it would hurt your feelings because those q-tips wouldn't get used <laughs> i bought those q-tips for your ears they're there and i want somebody to use them i bought them in bulk then you then you t open up the closet and there's a costco 25 pound bag of q-tips because i thought i would have so many guests i haven't had any i've been using the q-tip so no one else has come to visit you none of your friends uh they've uh well when we were in laurel we didn't have the space to host to keep someone but um we had a we have a couch that it's like an ikea thing it doesn't pull out into a bed it like adds it's like this underneath trundle thing that you pull up and turns into a and the couch turns into a bed and so we had that and we had people come visit us then um but i think since i've was anna here no i don't think uh my friends have seen the new house well that's rude that's just outrageous to me <laughs> they have lives well come on everyone's got lives but i think it's important you I know. don't think I'm real forgetful about this, and I feel like I'm someone's listening. And they're like, "I was there." Well, then you they know? can then they can tell you that they were there, and you okay. can you can add it onto the Facebook page page or something. It's like, hey, no, my friend actually was here, and I'm yeah. sorry that I said nobody came to visit me and accused you of all of being the worst human beings in existence. <laughs> that was Greg's voice, not mine. Not fostering the friendship at all. You know, it's important. Sometimes when people live in different cities, it is important to make an effort to see them. And yes, it can't be done. That's that, true. It can't be done that often uh, mm -hmm. because people do have their own lives, and, and traveling is stressful. 
Yeah. Um, but you, know, you got to make the effort at some point. Well, they've come up and seen us and they visited, but just not since we've been in the new house. So that's not, that's just since June. Okay. So it's not too crazy. All right. I'm done judging them. All right, good. They, they've, they've been here and I've been there. You haven't ever come to see me in Maryland. That's true. I have not come to see you in Maryland. What would we do if I came to see you in Maryland? That's a that's another part of this. Yeah. Is the entertaining because uh, uh, we'll think about that for a second. So I'm just gonna set mm-hmm. this up. When people come to New York, there's this thing where people who live here like to show off the city. So when you were here uh, Saturday, we spent all day together, and I enjoyed every minute of it. Mm-hmm. And I could have done that for a few more days. Um, it gets tiring because you just walk so much. Yeah. Like there's so much walking. I don't know. At some point, and this was only halfway through the day, we'd already walked. 17,000 steps. I don't know how many miles that translates into because one step isn't the same for every person. But, uh, you know, it does get tiring. Mm -hmm. But it's easy. Like some of it's like, what are you going to do? I don't know. We'll just go outside. We can just wander around and come across things here. So that's another thing because there's not pressure. I do feel like you wanted to see some of those real housewives sites and we didn't make it to see those. That's okay. And I would have gladly gone. Yeah. I think if I was there all day like if I, maybe if we had had another weekend or something then we could have done that but all those housewives places are really expensive it's crazy you know they could have rich. just looked at the outsides of them yeah and i would I, the reason i would have been happy to do that because there's a, a sense of pride of being like a sherpa mm-hmm. people take you know people up mount everest in here to, i'll guide you through new york right and I, you did i don't need the maps i know where we're going Yep, you knew where uh, we needed clothes, and so you took you knew where to get clothes. You knew all the places. So like the Ghostbusters firehouse I showed you. Yep, we saw the Ghostbusters firehouse. It was way too clean. Well, they just renovated. That was the problem. Why did they renovate it? Because it's still an operational firehouse, and they've got no, to keep ridiculous. it up. And that movie at this point is, you know, going on forty years old. So <laughs> that's not important. It was covered in <laughs> scaffolding for a while, and you couldn't even see it. Yeah. And it was kind of disappointing it was clean because there was a big reveal. I made you not look, and then I said, turn around, and then there it was, and it was clean. The ghost yeah, it was really house. clean. So, I didn't know really what I wanted it to look like until I saw it, and it was all I just thought was that it was too clean. <laughs> you know what I mean? I didn't, know, I didn't know I would think that I had an opinion about a building being too clean. I know what you mean, but then I felt yeah. embarrassed a bit, and I was like, oh, I wish I would known it was clean. I would have never taken anyone here. No, I liked it anyway. I wouldn't have done it. But yeah, like so then we walked down, you know, Brooklyn Bridge Park and sat and looked at bridges because they're beautiful bridges in New York. Yeah. Other cities, you know, Atlanta, I like the, I like this idea now someone comes and visits like you just take them and you go sit along the connector and you look at the 17th Street yellow <laughs> bridge. Like there it is. Uh, look at it. Let's just sit here and watch. <laughs> it's not the same. So It really isn't. It makes it easy in New York, and it's also because I live here. I don't go to all these places so often either, so it's nice to get out. I'm like, oh, yeah, this is where I live, and all this is around. Yeah. And then you tell yourself, I'm going to make an effort to do this more on my own, and then you don't because there are a lot of tourists, though. So that's when people visit you. Yes. Well, I'm not saying there's nothing around, and I know you're close to Baltimore and you're close to D.C., so those are possible things. But it seems like it's a bit more of an effort, and it would take quite a bit more planning. Yes. Um, there, and with the kids, too, because the kids, at least, they're changing, and so they're getting a little bit more um, resilient. You know, like they could skip a nap, and it's not, you know, a punishment for us when they skip the nap. It's, it's a, they can handle it a little bit more. So before, when people would visit, it would be very like, we got to plan around the kids' schedule. We can go somewhere in the morning. Or we can go somewhere in the afternoon. We can't spend all day out. Um, we need to go to a. We can't go to a place where the kids aren't going to have something to do because that is just more work for us. Like you're, you're working against having fun, even though it does seem like too indulgent with the kids. Like oh, we have to do it for the kids, but really, it's more of a punishment if you don't have something for them to do. So, I mean, it would be things like the zoo, the national zoo. Yeah, that, we yeah we, we used to, I don't know if we still have it, but we had a membership, even though it's a free zoo. If you have a membership, then you can park for free and you get like, I don't know, free carousel rides. Last time I was in the National Zoo, the elephants weren't on display. It was very disappointing. Oh, yeah. Ended up walking there, though. Because my ex had moved to D.C. and I went to visit and then we walked to the zoo. Why'd you visit your ex? Well, I don't know. <laughs> Just because it wasn't, it was... You know, it was over, but it was, 
of that processing period after the fact. I don't know that set um, separating whatever. Oh man, <laughs> write this down. I don't know how to explain it. Write these. What was the topic we said earlier that we should tickle in the throat? <laughs> no, there was one. I want to do that. a whole show on the tickle in the throat. All right, I'm gonna write it down. Tickle. <laughs> if we can pull something like that off, we'll have really made it. All right, breakups. That's a good one. All right. Um, yeah, so, but now, you know, we live really close to Annapolis and um, we can get to beaches, which is fun. So I would take people to a beach. Those beautiful Atlantic beaches. <laughs> yeah. They're not even, they're the bay. Ugh. Like, you can't go, you can't go there like two days after it's rained or you'll get, I don't know, E. coli poison. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, what a what a fun. Hey, we can't go to the beach today. Yeah, it rained last night, so it's not safe. So we're just going to hang around here and go to the Home Depot. The first time we went to the beach, I didn't know that. And we were like sort of playing in the water and it was kind of rainy that day. And there were these um, there were tons of those. um, What are those those like dinosaur living fossil crab things? Oh, like the horseshoe crabs. Yes, horseshoe crabs. They were everywhere and they were mating. And it was weird. And so we were like, and I was stopping Pete from running. He was at this weird age where he was just like, I'm going to kill myself everywhere. You know, like he was just running into the water. And Ellie was playing. They were trying to touch the sand crabs. And I was afraid of them a little bit because they're so big and weird. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the ocean's really close. Well, the kind of ocean, the bay. And then, uh, yeah, there's um, a lot of crab. <laughs> everything's everything is, yeah, just tying around crabs. Which is fine. It's the identity of Annapolis, well, I guess. there's seafood, too. Along, like, along with the uh, Naval Academy, right? Yeah. I don't know anything about it, though. Well, that's what's there, I think. And crabs. Naval, yeah. So, I mean, not that much. It's really more like living things. When we were in Laurel, I always imagined, this is so sad, I just always imagined there's this big field next to this playground. And I thought, like, if someone like Michelle or Anna would come and visit, then we would get Chipotle and we would get like margaritas from there and we would take the kids over to the playground and they would play and we would sit in the grass and eat Chipotle. And that never manifested. I don't know if it did or not. I, I really imagined it as like, this is my dream. I'll have a friend over and we'll eat Chipotle in the grass. Because what I want, you know, when I was in Midtown with Travis and we had when anybody. You were in Midtown Atlanta. Midtown Atlanta. I'm tickled. And how do you get rid of the tickle when you get the tickle in your throat? What's the best means to, <coughs> to alleviate? People say bread. Somebody t- said bread. Stale bread? I don't know Just if it's... Just scratch it that stale. thing out of existence? It's not really a tickle. It's like a dry... Do you know what I'm talking about when you're sick and you like... Okay, this is not the right episode. I take a wire grill brush and I yeah. swallow it whole and I really just clean the inside of my windpipe. I take the bottle brush. It wasn't the true. Sponge, the sponge on the top, the twisted little sponge, and then the like, the bristles on the Save side. Save it. Save it. We so need- when we were in Midtown Atlanta, we liked to um, take people out to Crescent Avenue because we were right at the top of Crescent. At like, you just had to walk across. You were on Thirteenth uh, Street. Street. Yeah, we were on Thirteenth Street. So you just had to walk across Peachtree down to Crescent, where the club opera was. And we would sit, stand outside of opera and watch the people who were coming in and out of that place. Because it was really fun to play like opera bingo, which was like a girl crying uh, on the curb with like another girlfriend consoling her. Um, there would be ones where you have um, a, a girl that's dressed up really nice and her date that she's with is dressed down really like he's wearing, you know, khaki shorts with lots of pockets and he was doing a polo or something like he's not dressed up like she is um when you when a cab would come by and dudes would come out if you could smell their cologne coming out of the cab with them that was a bingo we did a lot of stuff like that and we would just walk around um the park so yeah so that was the thing you had things around yeah we had things to do and we could walk places we could walk to like the vortex and we could you know go down to little five points and show them that there were more things I think in Atlanta to show than there are here. And that would be my biggest fear. If I came to visit that you would feel this pressure 
to show off. I've got to come up with things to do. I don't want him to be bored, even though he likes to sit around and do nothing with his life. That would be fine. Um, and I would never want such a thing. I would never. There'd be such guilt. Yeah. I think it would be something, if you have a friend and they're going to stay with you, you would have to talk. You'd have to communicate about what your expectations are, right? Yeah, I guess uh, people don't seem to communicate those things, though. Maybe, maybe they do. It just seems like something that's, I'm going to come visit you, or you offer the the invitation, come on over, stay with me for a few days, and then that's it. Nobody really talks about what, you know, the way you're supposed to conduct yourself. Right, because then what if I think that I have to plan every minute for you, and you're like, ugh, I don't want to do anything, I just want to lay around. <laughs> yeah, then there's pressure both ways. You right. did this stuff because you felt like you had to, then the other person feels like they have to go do the things because you put in the effort to do it. Right. It's very convoluted very quickly. I think as a guest and as a host, you can't expect too much. Right? You can't expect to for the guest to adhere to all the plans that you've made. I think having a I think as a, a good host would be someone who has a plan at the ready. You yes, know, it's so there. like if a contingency plan. Yeah. It's like, all right, well this is here if we need something to do. Right. I feel like also a host would have dinner plans for every night oh that's the one thing i wouldn't want to do yeah dinner plan we didn't <laughs> not like going out to eat but just no in general and and sure if someone's staying with you you should you know i i, I wouldn't be offended if someone didn't have meals for me but i think that there's something to be said in the uh tradition of hosting people it's like yeah. i've got the meals ready that was the one thing with your visit that i felt guilty over is that we did not really eat because I, I do not eat often and I think you've seen that. Yeah. And I don't even think about it because I don't. I get hungry at some point, but I can go long stretches without eating. Mm-hmm. And I realized hanging out with you, I wasn't offering up any food options, and you weren't eating, and I felt like you were at my mercy on that. So I can. <laughs> you want to get some food? You want something? I tried. Yeah. No. I think uh, that first day we just had that bagel, which was big and it was good. Well, here's what we ate: pizza, first night, bagel. Yeah. Was there pastries. any? I had some pastries. <laughs> was there any dinner? Well, no. yeah, we had some middle of the night dinner. Oh yeah, we did. We ordered some food late night. Yeah. That's New York. And then, uh, and then a bodega sandwich. Oh yeah, see, that was good. Yeah, that's fine. That that's how I would actually normally eat. Um, mm. But you know, in New York, there's restaurants and oh, world class and all the cuisines, and I want to taste all the foods. I I'm not interested in that. Yeah. I just I just am not. I don't care about eating that much. And I, maybe it's because I have a basic palate. Whatever the reasons, it's not worth it to me to go out and pay a lot of money for a little bit of food that may taste good. Because ultimately, and then this has been brought up so many times before, it just comes out as poop. No matter what it is. All right, there it is. There it's, it serves a function. And I'm not dismissing people who find uh, pleasure in eating. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to sit there and you can really get into it and you're into the science behind cooking or even just, you know, different taste palate. And we're not, I don't even see, I don't even know how to speak about it properly. <laughs> okay. I don't know how to speak about it properly. Flavor profiles? Yes, that's what I was, that's exactly what I was trying to come up with. Okay. Flavor profiles. Yeah, sure. Great. You're into it. Like some people are into wine or some people are into stamps. <laughs> but it doesn't seem to hold the, uh, the, you know, it's it's more widespread than that. I think people feel like they need to show off restaurants if people come over, and they. That's they only visit. if you're into that, though. Like, I would never expect for you to recommend like these great places to go because you're not so into it. So it's fine. Yeah, get that boar's head deli sandwich. That's a good one. Yeah, the boar's head. Get that chopped cheese. Uh, yeah, I'd never heard of a chopped cheese. Anyway, so. You feel like, so that's, if you had someone over and you were the host and they were only relying on you, do you think that you would think about plans and food for them? No, I would do exactly what we did when you were here. I I like to give unofficial tours, little unofficial tours of New York. We don't set out to do that, but when we're doing things and we're out, like I was telling you about the oldest subway trains in operation. The C train came into the station like, hey, this is one of my favorites. This is the oldest one that's still in operation. I just know stupid things like this because I really enjoy living here. Uh Like I really like it. And then I share that. And people seem to enjoy that. Mm -hmm. 
And no, I, it's cool. I, I, I realized how much I know. We were in the West Village once with uh, my friend Kara and her husband Kelly. They were in town, and I hung out with them. And we were walking past Village Cigars, and out in front of Village Cigars, there's a small triangle, a plaque in the sidewalk, a very small triangle. And it says something along the lines how it's the smallest piece of private property in New York and visitors aren't welcome. And it was, it was, they'd made the subway line a long time ago going up 7th Avenue. And some properties got cut off because they widened the avenue. They put 7th Avenue in in the subway and people lost their property. And through the, the repurpose or the uh, redrawing of the land and the property mm-hmm. lines, someone got stuck with that little triangle and they were very angry about it. And they never wanted to sell it back to the city, though. And the, tr- the plaque's still there. And I know that's there. And I have the little story behind it. And so, yeah, th- those are the things I like to do. I like that. I, that's cool. Those are cool little tidbits, little nuggets of interesting information. If I lived somewhere else, I don't think I would be a good host. I don't know. I don't. Because, again, your options of entertainment are limited other than company. And I'm happy to do that, too. Like, it's nice to just hang out with people and talk. Mm-hmm. And I feel that way too. And then I feel kind of guilty. Like we should be going out and doing things, but really what's the point? Am I visiting the place or am I visiting the person? The person, right? Well, right. It, it, it could be both. Yeah. When you were just here, you were visiting me, but you were also visiting the place because we were going to Broadway. Right. So there were two things, but yeah, a lot of the times it's the person that you're going to visit. Um, I think of it this way. When you're in Atlanta, I'm in Atlanta. We both have lived in Atlanta. Neither of us lives there now. So therefore, there's no need to really entertain. We're both there and we just hang out. Right. We just hang out normally. Right. And that dynamic changes. So again, I think it does go back to just talking about the person about what you're supposed to be doing. It's like, what mm-hmm. do you want to do? And it's like, I don't know. I don't know. Because nobody wants See, to. That's the, that's the part where, okay, you have to have the backup plan. Because if the person says, I don't know. Then you can't be like, mm, okay, I don't know either. I don't know what to do. You know, you have to be like, okay, well, what if we do this and that? Because them saying I don't know really is like, I don't live here. I don't know where to go. I don't know what's important to see what is worth seeing. That's so true. I need you to guide me, you know? And it could also be, and I don't want to make you do things that you don't want to do. But if you offer them up, I, then I don't. Yeah. When talking about of, this, yeah. nobody wants to go that deep. I think it's what the I don't knows come out. People do have ideas of things that they want to do, but they don't want to. I, I just Maybe ask for them. Yeah. Just say that. Yeah. yeah. I'm coming to visit. We don't have to do much. It'd be nice just to hang out. Oh, but I'd like to show you this. Okay, we can All do right. that. But don't feel like you have to do more. Okay, well, good. Because I didn't really want to do more. Great. I'm not offended by that. Thank you. Me neither. Great. Yeah, the end. <laughs> it's not that difficult. No, it's not. Um, and knowing uh, when to leave, I think, is important, too. I don't know. Yes. Three days. Three days seems to be all right yeah three days is perfect um when we have stayed with travis's parents before um especially when it was just travis and i and really even after we had ellie um it was the house was travis's mom and dad travis's brother and his other brother all in the same house yeah it was a lot it was a lot and then we were there for like nine days sometimes because you want to make the trip worth it. But then at some point, the people in the house are just living their lives. And you're kind of in the way, you know, because it's like, well, what, you, you wonder what's going on or where people are or when things are happening, when they like don't want to deal with you anymore because you've just you've invaded their space and it's time to go. So um, it's a little bit easier now because both the brothers have moved out. So now it's like just the the parents and then us and then when now we have ellie and pete um it's been a lot easier that the house is more empty even though we miss seeing them. i mean but actually it's even better because the fact that the brothers are gone means that you have a specific time that you see them and so instead of it just being like we're just around you know and then when the brothers go out to see their friends or something at night we're like why didn't they stay and hang out with us oh offended yeah, because you think, well, because it is not discussed. There is no discussion. We're just coming, you know, and, and Travis and his mom will talk about things, but the brothers don't ever talk about what any, any, there are any expectations or anything. So then they just leave 
And so we feel like, where are you going? Don't you want to see us? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll be back later. Blah, blah, blah. But because we're just available, we're just there at the house. It's not a, it's not as directed sort of contacts. Whereas now that they're gone, we make schedules and we can see them and we'll be there then and they'll be there then and then we'll see each other. You know, it's a lot easier <laughs> now. When, when I, I do like the idea that when someone's leaving, finally, and maybe this is, I guess if you're going to stay with someone, you probably do set the amount of time you're going to be there. But in my oh, yeah. my mind, I have this idea that the person who's hosting is ready for the person who's staying to leave. And the person who's leaving uh, says, all right, I'm going to leave. But then the host who's ready for that person leaves. Says, no, wh- so su- no, stay another day. And like just this false, flat out pleasantry uh-huh. that if the person oh, so nice having you, yeah, if the person says, OK, I will stay another day. <laughs> Oh, actually, I'm working this the rest of this week. That'll be tough. I uh, that, that makes me think of a time that uh, couch surfing. Do you remember couch surfing? I think mm-hmm. we, we talked about this maybe on the Airbnb when I hotels, but when I trashed Airbnb because uh, Airbnb pretends it's a sharing uh, culture. But how uh, couch surfing was the real sharing culture when you would offer up your couch for people traveling and traveling cheap and probably a dangerous thing ultimately because there were no kind of checks of any sort. So you verified your your account by sending a picture of your license or something, I guess. People but didn't have ratings? There were ratings, and you would leave ratings, but it, it was still like, really... Like, this guy stole my watch. The platform didn't have much to do in vetting people. Okay. But there was a time that I, I offered up the my couch for a few people. I had just moved to New York, and the, there was a girl from France, and she came over, and she stayed uh, for two nights, and then did ask if she could stay a third night. And I was like, oh, well, I got to, you know, tomorrow, I got to be up really early and you're probably going to, and I don't know where she went. It was kind of a crappy thing, but it wasn't, you know, we had set something up. It was like, it was two nights and I had to, I wanted to know more of it. And you had the next day free, right? Yes. Yeah. But you had to make something up. Yeah. I just lied. And it wasn't a very good lie. Was she going to pay for the third day? No, they don't pay. That was a thing you offered. You offered up your home oh. for people. It What's was, the point? Just to make friends? Yeah, that was the point. Well, a lot of guys would look for single female travelers and or, use it as an opportunity to try to get laid. Yeah. I, that was a big thing. I'm um, gonna sleep creep. <laughs> yeah, I. That's when I say the safety issues. I don't. I don't know. I mean, maybe most people are good, and even the guys with those intentions, I don't think would. Not most of them probably wouldn't push it if the opportunity wasn't reciprocated. But right. I think a lot of them would get to the point where, and maybe the traveler wanted the same thing. You know, I, I always put it on the guys. Bless you. That was a silent Thanks. sneeze. I s- muted. Oh, you muted. That's, wow. What a silent. You're not supposed to hold in your sneezes. It's like the, oh. the sound, by the way. Really? You let them go. Yeah, I don't, I don't know why. Some vessels or something will burst. Oh, I have only learned to do it since the kids were born because sometimes, you know, they're sleeping on you and you need to sneeze and you don't want to wake them up. Oh. But anyway, that thing was, yeah supposedly to meet new people mm-hmm. which i thought at some point in my life i was in it's not that i'm not interested in meeting new people but uh that, that's too much that was too much to handle but you're not idea. the type of person who's going to make friends with the per, like the stranger who's staying with you no i thought that i wanted to be because yeah. I, I think there's a lot of worth in meeting new people i think the meeting new people and talking to new people is where you learn new things and you know opens up your perspectives on things sometimes too um and I, I, I still meet people in the way I need to meet people. But so when she was staying on your couch, would she be gone during the day? Would you guys have like common time together? Were you sitting and watching things? Did she speak a lot of English? She spoke English. That was one of the things. Uh, I now I know. You know, I let people. I told you stay at my place if I leave. That's, that's people I know. This was I'm leaving. I got to go. So I'll be back at this time. Mm-hmm. And then so she would go out and do her day. Um, we hung out a few times and then. They ended up buying you dinner or something because you were hosting them. That was that was the bless you. That was the transaction. Unless you were a guy who that's not a good enough transaction. Give me yeah. that sex. Give me that sex. I'm gonna need a hand. That's another Later. thing. If you do travel, I guess I don't. I haven't really dealt with it because uh, when I do travel, and I've ever traveled with a girlfriend to visit people, we don't stay in like any house. But you know, wanting to have sex with the person you're with. In someone else's yeah. home. Yeah. I, it's fine. I, 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 
No one ever talks about that one. I don't know what people think. Are people naive? They know that if someone's coming to stay and they're both staying in the same room and they're probably, I mean, I guess it depends on how old. I don't feel like my 60-something-year-old aunt and uncle when they stay with my parents are having sex <laughs> in the room down the hall anymore. But, you know, at some yeah. point, especially with parents and, you know, a new boyfriend comes home with the daughter or, you know, newlywed or something, they've got Yeah. Uh, yeah. Trav and I did it once at his parents' house. I think just once, though. You have to sneak around still, mm-hmm. even though you're adults. It's like, oh, it's my parents. Yeah. My parents are I down mean, the hall. Don't want to make too much noise. It is embarrassing. Now, you know what? I guess, you know, the parents dealt with when I was old enough to know that they were having sex if I had heard them. <laughs> did you ever hear them? You have to sneak around. No. No. I never heard them. Yeah. Guess they were good at it. They mastered it. They only had sex three times on them. <laughs> Each time got pregnant. Yep. Wow. Lucky. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I feel like being a guest to a stranger is different. I would act very differently to a guest who's a stranger. Like if I had a shared room Airbnb type of thing. Yeah. I, I would hope that they didn't hang out. <laughs> and some of you them, know, a lot of them yeah. like to hang out. Yeah. That's a, that's a, you know, as opposed to couch surfing, that's a paid transaction. It's like, I'm staying here. I don't need to hang out with you. But that, you should talk about that, too, because a lot of people do go in, and the reason they pick the the shared house is because they want to hang out with the person. Right. Or they want a person to show them around. So no. it's, it's worth, you know, asking. Um, I, I would, would want them to treat it like a cruise ship, where it's like this place is just a a, a, a place for you to land. This is not a place to hang out. This is my house. <laughs> you got to get out of here. I couldn't do it. I yeah, could I never. Could you and Travis did that when you came to New York last time. Yeah, he was, and he was the ki- kind of person that was gone most of the day because I think he was in school and he worked. Yeah, that's nice. Yeah, and he was really cool. Like he stayed in his room if he was there, and he just he let us stay an extra day for free. We didn't ask. We had plans to leave, and we told him like, "Yeah, our plan. You know, we're, this is the thing. I don't know if I really want to do this." And he was like, "Why don't you just stay here for the next day? I, I don't have anybody coming. I won't charge you." Oh, guys, he was really, really cool. Um, but yeah, I I would be nervous that I'd get an Airbnb person who was like too talkative, wanted to really talk to me. <laughs> like I want to have a very superficial relationship with this person. And some of them get into it for that reason. Yes, they like the extra money, but they also like the fact that there can be people around. Yeah. You know, some people enjoy entertaining. It was, you know, just. I enjoy ent- entertaining my friends. You know, not strangers. Well, with the couch surfing thing, too, just to wrap that up, I uh-huh. would never, ever, ever, I couldn't even imagine going to someone else's place and just staying there as a stranger. Yeah. I, I, I'm uncomfortable in, like, a new girlfriend's home for quite a while. It's like, I won't open the refrigerator, and I don't want to touch yeah. things. I just This is your place, and I don't want to do any of that. Um, and then the other thing with the couch surfing, once I had a girl and a guy come over, and I thought they were together. I was like, oh, these, this is a boyfriend and girlfriend. They can stay at a futon out in the living room at the time this is when i uh-huh. first moved to new york and had a pretty big apartment in, in bushwick brooklyn um and it turns out no like he was in love with her and i they knew each other it was very strange but then i was caught in this odd dynamic of these people who he wanted to be with her and she wanted to do nothing with him and then we hit it off and at some point she did actually she last night she slept in my room um what? but i but because i'm so aware of the fact that you know, I was like, oh, oh my- I'm the guy who's hosting someone, so I'm not going to have sex with you. <laughs> Just the classic MO when it comes to me. What? Why, why are you shocked by this? Because how did uh, how did you get her in your room? I didn't. I didn't even try to because we hung out for a few days and we actually hit it off. We liked each other uh-huh. just for that. And then but then the guy gave me the longest, dirtiest stare that you could really? imagine. And oh, he's out there in the kitchen. She spent the night in your room? Yeah, and there's that no, the knife oh. set is out there. The kitchen knife set. I don't have a you know, hunting knife set. The knife anything. set. <laughs> like, oh, the knife set's out there. My hunting knife display is out there. And I was I was really worried that, you know, he come kick the door in because yeah. he was in love with her. And when I first when they first came, I set up the futon for two people. Like, oh, no, no, we're not sleeping together. And he seemed to be taken aback by that. Like, he had a different idea. Right. So he's like, she, this is my chance. We'll sleep together in this futon. So then he slept on that, that oversized chair I mentioned earlier in the show. Uh-huh. And, yeah, we hung out a few days. Um, that was nothing. They didn't arrive until like 3 in the morning. And 
uh, uh, what should we do? We want to go do something. And I like took them on a walk across the Williamsburg Bridge. There's just so much stuff to do in New York. At 3 a.m.? Yeah. I was like, I, I was new to New York and I didn't have a job yet. I was like, let's just go do that. Wow. But, you know. I need to know about, how did she just go into your room? I don't remember the way. It, probably alcohol was involved. Uh-huh. We probably got drunk, so you know your inhibitions are lowered a bit. And I, yeah. I think it was probably like, can I stay in there tonight with you? I was like, okay. But did not, you guys make out? Yeah, we did. Uh-huh. And then she sent me a letter. Well, and, for, is she foreign? Was she foreign? No, no, she was from. For some reason, I felt like she was from Missouri. <laughs> Missouri? Yeah, she. <laughs> <laughs> she was from Missouri. Uh, Laura, funny. you want to hear her name? I, it's not her last yeah. name, so I don't think anyone can find her. But her actual name was not first and middle name. Her name was Laura Lou, right from <laughs> straight out of Missouri. Wow. But she, she Laura Lou from Kalamazoo. She was, yeah, she was. It was fine, but that was the end of that. But I was, I was convinced I was going to be murdered. Did she smell like hay? I feel like she would. Oh smell come like on! Hay. Now you're just making nasty stereotypes. <laughs> <laughs> there wasn't even an accent. What, did she try to have sex? No. I, th- I think that, that that dynamic still kind of lends itself to maybe the guy initiates and then I didn't. Yeah. Uh, like, well, let's just go to bed. We hit first base. That's all we're getting. <laughs> I, I do this the all the time. The coach is not calling you to third. I was a guest. Okay, here's another example of me being a guest. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> when I went to Ireland in 2011 for like a radio junket where, uh, what's the, uh, the whiskey? Jameson. Uh-huh. Jameson flies all these radio stations out St. Patrick's Day and they put them up and, you know, feed them. And so there are costs involved, but then everyone goes and broadcasts from the Jameson distillery and they get all this free promotion across the United States because they've got stations from yeah. all over. Um, so one night we went out, my friend and I, and we went to this bar that had this weird dance floor and I don't really like to dance at all. So he went out there and I just sat there at the bar and this Irish girl came up with her friends and we talked and then like I bought her a drink and then like she just grabbed me and started kissing me. Uh-huh. It was that was like wow, that's very forward. And then she come back tonight, <laughs> and so I went back with like her and her sister and her friend. They all lived together in this house. God knows we're outside of Dublin. I don't even remember getting there. I remember getting in the car. I didn't drive, uh-huh. and because the you know the driver sits on the other side, it just was really screwing with me because I was in the f- passenger seat up front. But it was that's yeah, what I remember. Weird. Then we get yeah. there and they made French fries with mayonnaise. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's when we hate this late night snack. And then by this point, it's like 4.30 in the morning. And what's the, I forget her name, but she has to get up at 6.30. And then for some reason, she trades rooms with her sister. And she's like, we're going to stay in my sister's room tonight. And I went in there and we made out more. But I was like, I, this is it's going to be, you leave in like two and a half hours. I'm not just going to have sex with you. So I did it again. I just shut it down. This time, the person hosted me and fed me chip, right. chips. With uh, yep. she gave you chips, and then she wanted your. Well, it didn't happen. I just I'm not okay. into that. Yeah. I don't know. That was I was a bad guest. I think at that point because yeah, the only reason you didn't have sex with her. The only reason like, I probably, I'm under obligation to fuck you now. You made me chips. Yeah, you gave me a ride here, and then I got put on a bus the next morning. Like, ah, drop. This is the bus that'll get you back to Dublin. <laughs> <laughs> was, was like, okay. Why'd she have to get up? She was at, up at four uh, until four thirty. I think she had. I think she had something to do with kids too. So she's going oh in. Oh my hungover. god! This person is troubled. <laughs> she, actually, she was troubled. Yeah, I, that's yeah. the way to sum it up. But yeah, bad guest. Yeah, you were a bad guest. I should have said no. I knew what was going to happen, right? I knew. I, just, I was going to say you should have had sex with her. I just don't like. I didn't like the way it came together. I'm in a foreign country, and what if there's some kind of claim? And I'm not. Hmm. I might get into any of that. Well, I said it before, like the having sex part is sometimes like the worst part. All the stuff before it is more fun. It is. Yeah. With the person so, you don't know. Yeah. They're well, especially for women. Like this stranger that I'm going to have sex with does not know what to do with me. No, no clue. Yeah. So they'll just do so, what they want with themselves using yeah. you. Like, oh, oh, yeah, done. Massive. <laughs> <laughs> that's ultimately just masturbate is. with my body is basically what you do on a, on a unless you're just like really good at orgasming i realize that that's the thing i really have turned down sex in my life and 
I know it's a little bit off topic, but I can tie it back in because there's okay. a third instance where I said someone's oh place and I turn. It's only when it, it's drunk. And if you're going to have a one night stand, it's usually drunk. And that's why I turn down one night stands. I don't like having drunk sex for the most part. If you know the person, yeah. then it can be fun. Like if you're in a relationship and you already understand. But because oh, yeah, yeah. it's just awkward pounding and hitting parts of the bodies that shouldn't be hitting each other because one you're not at your best. No. And if it's the only night and the only chance you have i want to be at my best i don't want to and i guess you could ask people again this is goes back to the same thing about being a guest and asking ask maybe you're drunk and maybe it's weird maybe people don't want to talk about what do you like what do you want me to do and maybe just wanted to be quick oh yeah just do it but there was a time i was in london visiting my friend lee and his roommate uh you know we we got along and then, you know, we all went out drinking one night and I got back and I had a separate room in that apartment, that flat, because one of the roommates was out of town. So I got to stay in there. And then she came down, knocked on the door, said, come up to my room. I was like, okay. And then I, I didn't have sex with her because <laughs> it's, it's like five in the morning. Yeah. And, but again, maybe I'm a bad guest, but that's also I'm a guest. And then if it's awful, I'm still there for three more nights. Yeah. I'm not, I don't, I'm not going down that road. Yeah, that'd be bad. That she did say is like that was your only chance. I said oh. okay. I said okay. What the next day? Yeah. Well, next morning because I woke up in there and I was like, yeah, it was your only chance, so you know. I was like, all right, that's fine. See, maybe I made the right choice. Yeah. Wow. Um, ask your I... if, if you're going to be a guest. Ask if the person, if the host wants to have sex with you. Just just communicate. Just to make sure. Just lay it on the table. Um, I was a guest at an empty apartment. Uh, it was that party where you and I went to that party, and then I stayed back. I, you left, and I stayed. Oh, when you say empty apartment, you mean a, an apartment with no furniture? Yeah, it was. Sorry. I was thinking of just an abandoned apartment. No, no, no. It was a part. It was they were they were celebrating that guy's apartment, like he had gotten an apartment, but, <laughs> but he had no furniture. He hadn't moved in yet. Yeah, I remember that. Was that near Lennox? Yes, it was near Lennox Mall, and. Um, uh, you left. You're like, you're gonna be okay. I was like, yeah, fine, you know. And so like, your friend was still there, and he and I ended up, whatever. Yeah, I know. I thought about that the other day. Oh, you did. How you hooked up with him? <laughs> what are you gonna do? So, um, we were kind of hooking up, and the host of the party, whose party it was, he found us in the room and started to lay down near us, <laughs> and was like, gonna try and make out with me. He was a bad host. <laughs> there. Wait, so you're hooking up with my friend, and then the guy who lived there, who was hosting everyone, tried to make out with you. Yeah, I don't know what, I don't know whether he, I don't think he knew that anything else was going down in there. I think he was just super duper drunk, and he found like a warm body who was female. <laughs> just like, like I'm going to try this. I can't even see at that point, like a blind person walking around and feelings, boobs, boobs, yeah. good, great. No, he didn't touch me. <laughs> I didn't let it get that far. You know, there was a time that same person you're talking about that you hooked up with. Yeah. I went to visit him. This was still when we were in college. Mm-hmm. And uh, so he had a dorm room, but his, his roommate was out. So we were bunk beds. And I drove up there with his girlfriend because she didn't live uh, at the, close to the school. I think they were dating before freshman year, so they hadn't broken up yet. And we both drove up to the school, and I got in the top bunk. TV was on, and then they started making out on the bottom bunk. And then, he, wait, him and his girlfriend? Yeah, he and his girlfriend. Uh-huh. And then as uh, they were going at it, one of them like knocked the plug out of the TV, so it turned off, which made <gasps> them think that I had turned the TV off. So uh-huh. I went to sleep, and then I had to just lie there and listen to them have sex. Yeah, not, not a good host, huh? Oh, Don't have no. sex in the same room as the Bad person. Host. <laughs> yeah, draw the line sometimes. So there you go. <laughs> I mean, I'm not proud. You don't have to be not proud. There's nothing to be ashamed about. No. Yeah, I mean, it's nothing to be proud of either, but it just is. Yeah. It just is something. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. There shouldn't be one way or the other. Like, anyone who assigns pride to it's just as crazy as someone who's ashamed by it. Yeah, sure. That's, it was that's just the time. That's the one thing I don't like with a lot of guys, because there's such pride. Yeah, bagged her. I was like, okay, great, good for you. Wow, yeah. what, a, what a great human you are. Yeah, but then the, the, the shame that's assigned to it also. It's like, why? Because you're... A woman and you had sex with some guy 
one night. You should be ashamed. Yeah, I knew who he it. was. Sure, but <laughs> I did know him, sort of. <laughs> did he? Did he baby talk you? I hear some other other people told me that he uh, once baby talked. Ooh, no. Okay, good. There wasn't a lot of talking. Well, the person who told me that, uh, I don't necessarily believe, so I'm glad. Oh, okay. I don't talk to him that often anymore, but sometimes I do. And then I think I told you about it, and you were like, yeah, he has a girlfriend. It's like, fuck, really? I feel like I abandoned you a lot. Like, we would hang out, and I would just leave you places. (laughs) No, you made sure. You're like, is it okay? I guess you're like, we're leaving. I was like, oh, I might stay. It wasn't like that. Yeah, okay. I mean, like, you were leaving. It wasn't like, I'll stay if you are going to, it was like. I'm, you were telling me you were leaving. So I could have gone with you or I could have stayed and I just stayed. Yeah, and I always trusted you could take care of yourself. So it wasn't yeah. like, oh, I don't need me to protect her. So I can't yeah. leave. So I guess asking is enough. I was like, I'm going to leave. Yeah. Are you all right? But then wasn't there another time I had to left you? <laughs> yes. And then I hooked up with somebody else that night. Yeah, so that's... <laughs> Remember? Oh, I God. What is this life? And then uh, the other night when you were here... I couldn't get into your apartment because I, try- I tried to get back to... I was staying at your house and you had left and I tried to get back to you, but you weren't, it was a, it was a gate uh, and, and you weren't answering your phone to open the gate. So I couldn't get in. Why don't you just roll under the gate? That's what I did before. I think you were there. You watched me just roll under the gate. You could have gotten back to the apartment and pounded on the door. I think, I don't know. I think because you really wanted to go home with the other guy. Ugh. Um, no, but the other night when you were here, when you're going back to your Airbnb and the Uber picked you up, Mm-hmm. Um, again, I, I said, you're right. And you said, yes. I said, all right, good night. And yep. then I, then then I, I hooked up with that Uber driver. <laughs> yeah, well, man, that would keep the trend going, correct? <laughs> yep. But uh, I worried. I worried. I was like, I don't know. She's, this isn't a city she knows. And, you know, I know this city. And I just assume it is relatively safe here uh, compared to other cities. Uh, but I sent you on your way. I was, I if I was walking. I wouldn't, have, I, I wouldn't have had you walk alone. No, that would be totally different. But this was, a. I mean, it's a, through a company. Yeah. Sometimes those guys are creeps, though. Or he drops you off and you're trying to get into the apartment that you're not sure of how to work the key. Oh, yeah. No, it was fine. It was fine. All right. Yes, I am a grown-up lady who can hook up with whoever I want. That's true. And Your body is yours. <clears throat> but, you- yeah, well, those those two are good examples, those two times, of, like, I would have had just as much fun just kept on flirting. You know, like, the sex part was not the best part of the evening. Well, that could be another show, too. Put it in the notebook. Yeah. What is? What do I, mean, I say? I mean, we already had a show talking about sex, but yeah. this could be sex a, isn't that great. <laughs> yeah, flirting's more fun. Yeah, yeah, it is. Making a note, just like our last week's show. If you haven't listened yet, we read through our notes. I'm, I'm, oh yeah, this is my note. This is modern journalism, Autumn, where you tell a story, but you also link back to your previous stories to try to get as mm. many views or listens as possible. That's right. So go listen to our our most downloaded show talking about sex. All right, well, now that I don't have a job, maybe I should come visit you. Come on. I won't have any money to spend. So. Yeah, that's okay. That'll be perfect because we, I don't care about going places. So you could just come and hang out here. Yeah, I would do that. And kick is, our kids around. And Is there an econo lodge around? A sleep in? Something nearby? Oh, the bed. You're showing me the bed. It's right there. You have to clean that off. There's a fox lamp up here, and I knitted a scarf for it, and you could come see that. What if we split it? Like, I could, uh, not the cost, <laughs> but I mean, like, a night there, two, and then one in the other No, place. I get that. Even Michelle, when she came to visit us and we were in the other place, um, she stayed at a hotel. I get it. It's like, you don't want to have to, it's you nice want to have, have your, your own, own space. It is nice to have your own space. When I go to That's a, what I considered when I came up to New York. I thought, do I want my own space? And then I was going to change my mind and so I could spend the money on the train. And just stay at your house. But then I couldn't cancel my Airbnb. But yeah, I get it. You want your own. You want to be able to go somewhere and be there and not. I get it. That's what I do still when I go to Atlanta, which people think is crazy. Why don't you stay with your parents? Stay with your friends? Nah. Yeah. Stay at the Highland Inn. I get a good rate there. But even without that rate, I'd still yeah, stay there. Face. I get it. It is nice. You do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to feel like a loser when you're doing nothing. I mean, you will, but you don't have to. <laughs> You don't have the added pressure of a person looking at you and thinking you're also a loser. Yeah, you've been in that room all day. Why haven't you left? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, and this way it's just you alone. Why haven't you left this room? I don't know. I'm going to walk to Publix again. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the definition of going out when I land in. Yeah. I'm going to Publix. 
I'm going to go grocery shopping for my two days here. Go straight. I buy spoons every single time because I forget. <laughs> I forget to I should bring a spoon, but that's a weird thing to travel with. But I always just get ice cream. Spoon. And they eat, yeah. Sometimes, but I don't want a whole pack of plastic spoons. So there's been times I open the pack and I just steal one spoon out of it. Why don't you just go to the area, the deli thing, and there's like silver, there's silver, there's plasticware over there. What? Yes, you know, like you get the sandwiches and then you can get wow. soups. And yeah, there's all that, the salads, there's all utensils over there. I had no clue. Yeah. All right. You can sneak a soda. You can like steal a soda. Well, thanks for that travel tip. You're welcome. I want Next episode, travel tips. Steal the silverware, plasticware from Publix. Don't mm-hmm. buy it. A box of those things. Fifty is like two bucks, though. I waste. I leave them. Maybe the people in the room use them, like the Maybe. in the hotel. Anyway, take us out. This was a good episode, you guys. Right? <laughs> please, please <laughs> give me the affirmation I need. Was this episode good? Respond yep. yes, no, maybe. Yep, we're we're uh, waiting for your call. We're callers. Uh, we're waiting for you to call. Tell us that we're good. Okay. Cut that part out, Greg. Nope. Thank you for listening to One Topic. You can find us everywhere uh, podcasts are found. Uh, we're on Podbean, Stitcher, po- all the, I don't know. Where else are we? Spotify. We're still waiting on that iHeartRadio thing. Maybe we were rejected, but they said they'd tell us if we, they rejected us. Oh, okay. But there's been well, nothing. No update. If you're not able to find us somewhere, let us know and we'll try and figure out why. And uh, we're, I'm everywhere on social media at AutoPritz, P R I T T S. And, yeah, that's it. Contact oh, Autumn. All, what'd you say? <laughs> contact Autumn. Yeah, you can contact me if you want to talk to Greg. Um, also, don't forget to check out uh, hoffandpepper.com for the best hot sauce ever. It's Are they paying us? Unbelievable. You didn't even clear this with me. They will. And you're going to produce. I don't want their money. They can send me a bottle of hot sauce. Oh, they should. Uh, yes, they should. Because... Greg has uh, Frank's in his free- in his fridge, which isn't bad, but when you taste this hot sauce, it's amazing. So if you want a discount and get 15% off if you use um, one topic 15 uh, at hoffandpepper.com, they have um, some specials right now for spring where you can get a bunch of different uh, variety pack of sauces for a discounted price, and then you can get the 15% on top of that. So go check it out, hoffandpepper.com. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.